0: Alrighty, so for recap, or the yard On last session, consent, you all finally got to start on your lovely long rest and began working through the, well, trial period of which you were told to stay in the city after the court. During this lovely time, y'all knew that the city festival, the flower festival, for the moon was going to be happening, and started making plans on how you would enjoy it. Evelyn and Ithewyn ended up securing some lovely positions to ensure lovely spots, as well as a little bit of extra pay for the festival. Ricky went out traveling a little bit and speaking with uh, the Temple of Baldray and met a pastor, a father of the church that has the potential to cast true resurrection, but at the moment is unwilling to give him something so powerful. Gregory and Mel started getting a little bit closer together as uh, currently their actions are involved and entwined while in the city. And so got to know each other a little better and spent some time at the Seventh Spire for Gregory finally earned a lovely position of being a professor there, teaching a class on interacting with aberrations and bragging about his lovely best friendship. Going into the festival, you all get to witness the first peak night of it, where all of the flowers bloom and create this illusion of being on the moon, looking back down at the world. From there, y'all went home and started enjoying a lovely long a lovely night of rest, except for Zataz, who was compelled by Kinlock to go and alter Ricky's memories of a conversation. So that way he doesn't remember that Kinlock is affecting Ztaz in any way. From there we'll be picking up on the morning of the 16th, the second day of long rest. The sky is partially cloudy and Everyone is still in a good mood for the next peak night of the festival.
1: Okay, I have a question. Um, I remember that my character was able to see the blue green orb of the planet. But did he understand what he was seeing? Or is it kind of a mystery to him?
0: I'd say right now it's a kind of a
2: mystery.
1: Okay, um, my, well, my catcher will be at the breakfast table. Um, is, this, this is, is this the beginning, of, you said this is the beginning of the next day after the, the, those events happened? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll be at the breakfast table and um, waiting for everyone else to show up.
3: I, We'll get up early and knock on Gregory's door.
4: Is this at like dawn?
3: Yeah, like really early.
4: Okay. Um, then I'd open and I'd be basically in my outfit from the day before to go exercise in the gardens. Ah, yes, Evelyn. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. You're up early.
3: Yes, I'm feeling quite chipper. You ready to get to work?
4: Out in the garden? Yes. Yes! Oh, you're joining me for work's out. This is fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Will will Mel be joining us? Uh,
3: He'll be down in a minute.
4: Okay, perfect. Well, I'm all set, so, uh, Let's do this.
3: Indeed, and I'll grab them up and run down the stairs.
2: You grab me and run down the stairs.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Most excellent. This is this is perfect for my constitution training.
1: All right,
3: so, um, what's it? You'll see me running down the stairs with Gregory in my arms.
1: He kind of gives you both a funny look, but then chugs it off. Um, hi, Um I have something to talk to you about, something I thought was interesting yesterday. Don't know if you know anything about, um, the festival here, but, um, but something peculiar happened um the two, like if you remember whenever all the flowers churned um, and you know it felt really peaceful um the sky for some reason the two moons were replaced by one moon but it was a blue green orb it was kind of i don't know different wasn't expecting it to be there
0: and then it changed back to the two moons. It
3: didn't even. Was it only Ricky that noticed that?
0: Ricky and Mel, because everyone's passive perception was too low.
3: Right. Oh, I didn't notice that, Ricky. Uh, you sure you just weren't dreaming or something?
4: Yeah, I was busy looking down at the flowers. I didn't think to look up.
1: Well, it just caught my eye. Uh, like I was kind of looking around because everything felt really peaceful as if it were a dream um, but yeah uh, I know
4: nothing of it but I, I could have swore I saw it um, so just so I have this straight the two moons disappeared mm. and were replaced with a blue green sphere right Did you notice another moon in the sky or just the blue-green sphere?
1: It was just the blue-green sphere.
4: Hmm. Most interesting.
3: I'll set Gregory down on the table. Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it either.
1: Well, I'll ask the others. Maybe uh, one of them might know
4: or have seen it. Josh, would it be common knowledge about the Moon Elf rumors with the castle and stuff? Because I remember you mentioning that, but I couldn't remember if that was player knowledge only.
0: No, that's common rumors that you hear as part of the myth about Mendeleev. Okay.
4: Um, Well, perhaps it has something to do with those rumors you're always hearing about uh, the connection between the castle and the elves on the moon.
1: I thought that was just a myth or a fairy tale. Didn't think it was in actuality. Um, I guess it's possible.
4: Well, if you do a thought exercise, if what do you think this world, this plane that we live on, looks like from far away?
1: I, um, I guess... Uh, blue green sphere might make sense like uh it's round like the moon um and you know if there's lots of water for the ocean and you know from i can tell uh from the atlas that i looked at there are several continents uh i guess it could be something like uh, the world that we're on right now
0: okay i'm gonna put a pause right here okay To be fair, Ricky and Evelyn, you're both from natural planes of existence that extend on indefinitely, so it might be a little bit hard for y'all to have an idea of what a globe is, considering flat Earth is literally your plane of existence.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah,
3: Yeah, I wasn't sure whether or not to comment on that, because I couldn't. (laughs)
0: Um. I mean, you would have Atlas, but your mind might say that it does kind of connect somehow around but it might be hard for you to picture a globe. Would Um, I have
5: that same issue?
0: You would not, because Faerun is a planet very similar to this one. Okay,
5: thank
0: you. It's just both of them are from a plane of existence that extends on indefinitely.
1: Um, So, right, um, it's... uh, I don't know. Um, it's like a. It's like another moon. I I really couldn't tell you. I mean, it's another moon with uh stuff on it.
4: This is definitely worth thinking about. I may have to come up with some exercises to um, to run you through, Ricky. Um, but this is very valuable information. Thank you for sharing.
1: Of course, Mike. I'll, I'll go ahead and ask uh, Zataz and Meliodas and Ithawin whenever I see them.
4: Yes. Will you be joining Evelyn and I for vigorous exercises in the gardens?
1: Well, uh, it doesn't sound like a bad idea, but today we're going to
4: cane each other. You what, mate? (laughs) To help with toughen us up, we're going to hit each other with canes.
3: Yes, it'll
4: be.
3: (laughs) It'll harden the skin and strengthen the soul.
4: Yes
1: he just
3: raises an eyebrow at you guys. Um,
4: I read about it in a book.
3: You might have to share me that book at some point.
1: I can understand trying to engage in swordplay play or combat, but if you're trying to let the cane hit you, um, it doesn't sound like it would actually do much uh except for it to hurt
4: well the the idea is eventually you normalize the that level of pain and you become desensitized to it so you become tougher
1: uh okay maybe another time actually
4: how to quote unquote get swole
3: yes and and the bonus to all this is that you'll have to take off your armor
4: Yes, that is part of it.
3: Otherwise, you can't see the bruises.
4: Yes, we were going to do it in the nude, but Mel got squeamish about that for some reason.
3: Must be the whole not fur
1: thing. Yes. Possibly. Um, Well, I would join you guys, but I have to um, head to the... Uh, Temple of in and the the full moon district Um, I promised um, the uh, for some reason I can't recall his name but um, I promised someone there that I would help them out um, and uh, so yeah I'll be busy for the rest of this week
4: the guide also mentioned eating raw eggs lots of raw eggs Gonna have to go eat a bunch of raw eggs.
3: I don't know if I'll be joining you for that particular exercise.
1: Sounds
4: slimy. Yummy yummy.
3: Eddie, do you do you like break open the eggs, then eat them or do you just eat the whole egg?
4: no no you're supposed to crack like three or four of them into a glass and just drink it
3: i don't know if i could keep that down
4: well we have prestidigitation we can make it taste like whatever we want
3: also isn't egg like technically meat
4: <laughs> well eggs are in bread do you eat bread,
2: All bread. yes Uh Not all
3: bread. Are you telling me all bread is meat?
4: (laughs) The bread that contains eggs is cake. Cake uses eggs. doesn't have to.
5: Lots of pastries use eggs. Yeah. I don't think there was much of a gluten-free thing back in the day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not going to think about it.
4: Here, we can make the egg taste like Carrots. (laughs) Carrots.
3: <laughs> what is with not all rabbits love carrots, you know.
4: Could you imagine that texture and flavor?
3: <laughs> <You're> gross <laughs> as hell.
5: Carrot. Maybe lettuce. Mm,
3: liquidy carrot.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'll I'll just stick to my leafy greens, thank you.
4: Okay, suit yourself. Well, let's go get our canes and and we'll, uh, this should be fun.
3: Yes, where is Mel? (laughs) He should be down by now.
4: He might already be in the garden.
3: Let's go check.
0: No. I followed them. There's no sign of Mel out there in the garden.
6: Evelyn knows exactly where Meliod is.
4: Well, should we get started without him? I mean, he is hurting, so maybe we should give him a rest day.
3: He's probably hurting more than usual, actually. (laughs) Yes, let's get started.
1: After seeing that Meliodas isn't outside, I head back in.
4: Here, I thought Ricky was going to join us.
3: (laughs) Yes, I know. Yeah.
4: So six hours of exercising and hitting each other with sticks whilst exercising.
3: Yes, I'll, I'll be the one hitting you and the, I'll be the one dodging all of them to up my decks.
4: There we go.
0: If <laughs> you can dodge yeah. a cane, you can dodge a spell.
4: But you have to be blindfolded for the dex training. Okay, yes. That's fair. For, for the reflex building. So how much damage do we take from training
3: (laughs) um is that eight hours of beating each other with sticks or canes you
5: said that started early in the morning like sunrise right yeah so like six so I'd probably come down my usual sound like 730 and watch you guys (laughs) beat each other with canes and just shake my head (laughs) and go eat breakfast
4: just like
0: just like kids with their you know wicker swords (laughs) Yeah. The caning hurts, but it will not cost you HP.
5: Perfect. It hurts so good. <laughs>
4: oh. I can feel myself becoming a warrior. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm and... sorry. I just imagine um, Evelyn swinging the cane and hitting Gregory, and I don't see how Gregory doesn't go, like, flying across the yard <laughs> like a little
3: ball. I don't think I'm swinging, like, a Club. I'm just kind of lightly swinging the cane around until I hit something.
4: There is a level of trust here that we're not gonna (laughs) go for headshots.
3: Not gonna golf club them out of the the garden.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my mind is just uh, okay. (laughs)
1: Um, but whenever you go out there and come back in for breakfast, um. I'll say, good morning, Ithwin. Um There's a bit of a mystery I want to try and um, resolve. Um, and uh, anyway, it's it's about what I saw yesterday. Um, there's this whenever um, the you know the the um, moon the moon festival. Um, and whenever both moons were overhead and the flowers churned. Um, did you happen to see a blue-green orb that replaced the moons in the sky? Um,
5: no, um, not at all. Uh, did you have, like, were you were you kind of drinking at the full? I mean, I know we were all living loose a little bit, but...
1: Uh, no, um, I wasn't drinking. Um, I just happened to notice it
2: Um, and it
1: it
5: seemed to be like the moons weren't there
1: right Uh, yeah the the moons just disappeared and the blue green sphere appeared in the sky Um, and it only happened for a moment but um, it was whenever everything felt peaceful
5: hmm I didn't notice anything but I wasn't exactly looking for it Um, you think it could have been a spell of some kind? Maybe somebody messing with your head a little?
1: Oh, I guess, maybe. Um.
5: Hmm, maybe we should be cautious tonight. Um, Evelyn and I are due to perform again. I guess we're all going back. Maybe if we uh, let everyone know what to look out for, maybe we can all maybe either look for the person who might be doing this or maybe see what you saw if it happens again
1: that's a good yeah that's a good idea yeah once all the flowers open up um pay attention to the sky for for as long as you can and maybe you'll see a glimpse of the moon's changing
5: i will absolutely do that and we should probably warn everyone else to keep their eyes open to the sky as well during that moment
1: all right well um Hmm. If, if you can let um yeah if you're gonna let everyone know then uh, i guess i'll head off um
5: uh sure i can take care of you have things to do
1: all right thank you
5: of course you're welcome i guess i'll go and talk to the uh the, the two outside beating each other yeah i'll talk to them first and yeah so you're gonna go visit Tavi.
1: Uh yeah, um, I'll go visit Tavi for a bit, and then I'll head off to the Temple of Ray, um, in the Full Moon District.
5: Okay, I just wanted to make sure we knew where you'd be if we needed
2: you, but we should. Oh be no, fine. that's a
1: that's <laughs> definitely a fair point. Um, given you know the history of how things happen here, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, you yeah, have a good day, and uh, I'll I'll be back for dinner. Okay, don. Okay. And then we will head off to both those places.
5: And I'll head outside to where Gregory and Evelyn are.
3: still beating each other? Oh, Evelyn. I think that's Evelyn. I can't really tell. I smell like Evelyn. Oh. oh,
5: okay, I smell. Okay. Uh, hello. Uh. want to thinking? join us? to do do what exactly you're beating each other with sticks i don't think that's my game
3: we're training yes it's constitution Um,
5: training oh so supposed to make one stronger
4: yes yes
5: um the second half we're going
4: to be taking mild dose doses of poison
5: you guys have fun with that drake poison I think that I, I'm not much of a constitution person. My strength is not very, I'm, I'm more evade and disappear if I need to. That's, that's my thing. So, but you know, um, I came out here to, um, for as a favor to Ricky, he, I think he might have mentioned something to you guys earlier about something he thought he saw last night at the festival. And based on what he told me, I thought we could all just keep our eyes open to see if we might see what he saw or maybe look out for someone who might be messing with his head. And maybe some of us could be looking to the sky or maybe some of us could be looking around during that moment. I hate to miss something beautiful, but you know if someone's messing with his head, we might be able to catch them.
3: Well after hearing that I'll definitely keep an eye out for such a mysterious occurrence.
5: I mean he said that the moon like disappeared out of the sky. I mean that's pretty big so
3: Do you really believe all that stuff about moon, about elves living on the moon?
5: Uh, I just thought that was something that, um, you know, I don't know if I believe it or not. It's uh, not something I've ever had to think about before being here.
3: You know, there's always some truth in fairy tales, but this one seems a little too far-fetched for me.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's not my experience with moon elves at all. So um, I know I never, I've, I've not come from the moon, so.
4: Ethel, what are your thoughts on this plane of existence that we live on? Do you believe it flows in all directions indefinitely, or it's something else?
5: Plane of existence, oh, okay, well. I've not had much time to wrap my head around exactly where I'm at. I just assumed it was a world like to my own. And, and my world definitely has, you know, is not indefinite. And, but my world is also very different from, you, from, from yours. I mean, you'd have to tell me you've lived here your whole life, Do you, it, it extends indefinitely. Here,
4: I can tell you with certainty that it does not
5: okay I just assume that this world had you know land and water and mountains and sky and maybe some things that are hard to explain but that I just thought that was just how things were things are a little more um, sluggish here it seems, but not much different than where I'm from.
4: So what would happen if we sailed east and just continually sailed east?
5: I assume that, you know, barring you don't run into land and if you were to continue all the way you would just end up back here somehow. Really? Yeah, if, you, if, if it were possible to go around a straight line I assume that you'd end up where you started eventually. But I doubt that you could go on a straight line or mountains and all kinds of stuff to get in your way.
3: That doesn't seem logical. In my place, my homeland, it's an endless abyss of colorful trees. that just goes on
5: forever. Oh, it just, it never ends. How does one know it never ends?
3: No one knows. And how can I tell?
5: Well, I figured there might be people who are willing to explore such you know, lands and want to find new places and keep going until they found everything that could be, there is to, to be found.
3: Well, in my experience in the Faye Wild, wandering and exploring is kind of downplayed. We don't really do that because it's quite dangerous.
5: How did you get here then?
3: i was kidnapped really yeah
5: a powerful being to be sure
3: Eh, one or more powerful beings possibly
5: well it just seems i don't have a lot of experience with a lot of powerful things i just assumed that there wouldn't be that many that could switch from one plane to another you're speaking of something that's completely different than what i've experienced and yet this plane is different than your plane which is different than my plane how many planes are there
7: a whole
3: bunch i mean even ricky's from a different plane than you yep
5: why have we all been brought
2: here
3: (laughs) well ricky has his own reasons i have my own um reason, obviously, and honestly, I don't know what I'd do if I go back, so I'm here for life.
5: I have to go back. Everything I know is home. My mother. She's, she's my home, and she's not
2: here with me.
3: I'm sure if you visit the Marbled Spires, you could find someone who possesses the magical powers to do such a feat.
5: I thought I could just walk into a building and ask someone to send me to a different plane of existence.
3: Probably. But that's the best place I would go to.
5: Maybe. I was actually hoping to have more luck with Gregory and his connections with all the scrolls and books and written knowledge to tell me more about this place and more about the magic here and more about the people here. Yes, I'll be heading
4: to the marble spires later today um, after I wrap up my exercises.
5: Then maybe I'll go with you, but I know I still have to be done in time for us to do our performance tonight, right, Evelyn? We still have one more to do.
3: Yes, that is correct.
4: We'll have plenty of time.
5: Okay, good. We shouldn't have to get
4: and, there early. We you did can very always. Well. I, I can just show you where the library is and you can leave when you want to.
5: That'd be perfect. I need to do some research, get an idea of what I need to do. Okay, well, just let me know when you guys are ready to go. I'm going to go back inside. Yes,
4: yeah, so I'll come find you tonight. before I
5: leave. I'll be up on my room, and I glide off.
3: Well then shall we continue? You weren't serious about the poison thing, were you?
4: No, that was a joke.
3: Okay, good.
4: Do you think it would work?
3: In killing us, yes. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: what is the taz up to this morning just uh still copying spells
8: yeah i'm just copying spells in my book looking through notes i've already taken I'm just doing nothing
0: And for Mel, you'll probably come around near closing on lunchtime.
6: But... Yeah, I think it wouldn't be until about one thirty or so, Mel finally makes his way downstairs.
4: It's like
0: Terry would have made sure that lunch is light for everyone, not knowing how busy you're going to be, so it's kind of a build your own type of sandwich is being presented. Of course, Mel, when you come downstairs, you'd hear a soft thwack, thwack coming from the garden area.
6: Well,
3: I'm obviously going to get it out. Oh, Gregory, I thought you we were not going for the head.
4: Sorry. My my accuracy with stabbing isn't isn't the best. Are you alright?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just aim lower next time, but not too low.
2: <laughs> ah! Does it look
6: like you're just really bad? Uh, sword training or something. I'm
4: not incompetent with a blade, but we also don't have any idea of what we're doing. We're just exercising, and while exercising, hitting each other with sticks.
3: I'm blindfolded. (laughs) Evelyn's blindfolded.
6: Mel would just stand in the doorway to the
0: garden and just like stare with a curious look. I mean, it wouldn't take Mel long to see that they're trying to train. Evelyn looks like they're trying to be better at dodging and listening for when the attacks are coming at them. And Gregory's trying to be a little bit more exuberant in his attacks, uh, put more of his abdomen and weight into it. So He's... uh, building up his uh, lung capacity and stamina. But it definitely looks like um, two kids with a river cane just going at each other.
6: Pretending they have lightsabers.
4: <laughs> Basically.
6: Yeah, i just... Hang out in the doorway watching. Kind of chuckling to myself.
3: Do I hear this chuckling?
6: Probably.
0: With your passive, more than likely.
4: Alright, who's laughing at me? Do I look around and see anybody?
6: You'd see me in the doorway.
4: Oh, it's Mel. Mel made it down. Oh, he made it. About
3: time. I'll pull up the, the blindfold and wave.
4: Good morning, Mel. Good morning. How are you feeling today, Mel?
6: Like I could have good night's sleep. Well,
4: that's good
3: now we can beat you up Let's get over here
2: he just like
6: stares at you with like a dumbfounded look
3: look it's all it's all in good training
4: yes we we obviously only kind of know what we're doing you're the expert
6: how about we Not trying to hit each other
2: and try to
6: work on, you
2: know,
6: not getting hit and blocking hits.
4: But I'm trying to train on how to take a hit. Yes, and
3: I'm honing in on my other senses so I don't have to always see when attacks are coming.
4: Like you, Mel, I've seen you take some pretty hard hits that would have downed me in one.
3: Same here.
6: I guess I'm just kind of used to it.
3: Well, I I certainly don't want to get used to being chopped up, so...
6: How... I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Wouldn't Mel know how to train
0: anyone anything? Yes. I mean, your previous experiences being a captain of the guard, you have experience with helping to direct people to either increase their combat effectiveness, general muscle strength training, and how to properly take care of themselves.
6: How about we do those things and get about one just hitting each
4: other with sticks. <laughs> well, you are the expert, Mel. Exactly. All
3: right, there we go. I was just trying to take your example by getting hit constantly. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's hilarious. You Okay.
6: I guess I'll just continue to work out with them as mm. the best I
3: can. All right, well, Gregory, we need to catch him up, so we're go- both going to let him do push-ups while you whack his back with these sticks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this won't trigger any emotion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Certainly not.
5: Oh. Jeez.
6: Yeah. I'm still not fully healed. So
4: how about Right, right. You probably don't want Mel. So what are some good good uh cardio exercises we could do?
6: I'm just gonna say mel tells them how to work out because ain't got that much
2: knowledge on it same here
0: (laughs) that's fine as the day goes on of course uh, Ricky's off to help with the temple that was part of what he agreed to do for this long rest helping out with uh, the father and the children and people that were invited to come to the festival for the event you three continue to exercise at Mel's directions, hopefully getting a little bit better. Hard to tell, as you know, all you can feel is yourself getting sore. And as the evening begins to come and the sun begins to set, Ithelwyn and Evelyn both know that they still have an agreement for this evening to perform once more.
3: Well, Evelyn, are you ready?
5: Yep, just a moment, give me a second. And you see like clothes being tossed about as I'm looking for something. Room's a bit of a disheveled and I find necklace and has a tiny bejeweled lamp at the, um, on it. And I put it around my neck and into my hair. Okay, I think I'm ready. I guess we better get going.
3: That's a new little thing you have there, that amulet. I haven't seen that before.
5: Oh, I've had it around, and, but I just don't wear it often, yeah. But mm-hmm. I thought it'd be perfect for tonight. Special.
3: All right. Well, you know me. Same outfit for every performance.
2: Okay. Well, you
3: Well, all right, let's go.
5: Okay, I'm following
3: and we'll head over to the Full Moon District.
0: Mel and Gregory and Zataz, you all going as well?
6: I wouldn't mind tagging along.
8: No, Zataz is going to stay in the house again.
4: I would I would go. Hmm. I don't
5: Who think I had to ask Richie if he was coming.
0: Yes, Ricky will be there because he's assist- assisting with the Temple of Boudre That's has its presence in the moon District.
5: Ah, uh, I see.
0: As you all get there, you find that the district is a little bit more crowded than it was the previous night. This being... The last heightened night of it a lot of people begin just showing up hopefully hoping to get a comfortable at least viewing spot for the night it's still a little bit of light as the sun's setting you can see there's what feels like almost the entire uh half moon district is trying to find some way to get in for a view for Evelyn and Ethel, as y'all uh, find yourselves at your um, at your performance location, you immediately notice that everything's been rearranged. Do uh-huh.
5: hmm. you think we have more people that are going to perform tonight?
0: Yes, whereas before, it was eight evenly spaced uh, Performing mm-hmm. plinths set out in the large field. It has been rearranged to where there's now ten spread on spread out to the very edges of the sitting area and two put in the very center.
5: Oh my goodness. Evelyn might have to, you know, look out for some new contenders. You have your best song prepared, don't you? My best what? Your best song. You said you asked me your opinion the other day. You said you are giving me the best one for tonight.
3: Oh, yes, of course.
5: Okay, then again, I'll follow your lead. Hmm, maybe I should ask the person who's in charge what's going on. What's his name again? I don't have my notebook. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to totally pretend like I know who I'm going for and ask, um, uh, Is his name yeah. I think so, and I think it yeah. was Fieran, you're right. So I you know, walk up to Fieran and give a little tap. Are we expecting um, a different kind of performance tonight or are we keeping the same general vibe that we gave the night before? question was for fearing.
0: As you tap him and get his attention, he turns around and goes, ah, I was just looking for you too. Wonderful. I was getting worried the other day you were here both so early.
5: Sorry, we had some last minute touches, but is there anything different to the program tonight or is it the same general idea? I noticed that the setup is different.
0: Yes, tonight, for the most part, everything will be the same as it was the night before. There has been some rearrangements as there was a, well, slew of requests that we couldn't exactly meet without ensuring that the entire area was redesigned.
2: Oh, I see.
5: Okay, then we will promise to give um, a most excellent performance as before.
0: Ah, perfect. Well, then, you two, then, uh, will be given a very unique position tonight. Oh. Yes. As it, as it is, yesterday's performance was quite breathtaking for those that got to witness it, leaving many a person rather green with envy. As, oh. as such... Uh, they all put, A lot of people put in requests to be in a section near wherever it is you are performing. And well, considering the requests outnumbered what our original setup would allow, you two will be performing in the middle.
5: Oh. oh. This is exactly where you should be, Evelyn, honestly. <laughs> it's the center of attention. Of
0: course. Now this will come at a caveat, of course. Uh, You will not be receiving tips tonight, but but because of the outright demand for your skills, it has been agreed to give you double payment. Well, then.
5: I suppose that would be just fine. I mean, after all, reputation is more valuable than money anyway. Of course,
0: always. Then as he leads you over, he places a large sack in each one of your hands, mm. containing a hundred plats. Wow. We have high, high expectations for you tonight.
5: And I assure you, you, you will not disappoint, Sharon. Thank you for your confidence in us.
0: Well, the confidence is well-deserved. Your skills prove that. Maybe after this, we'll see about hiring you to perform in our manner from time and time again. Oh. What an honor.
5: That would be an honor. Of course, if we're not on duty from the Queen, of course. But yes, we would love to if that were not the case.
0: The Queen? I did not know you were servants of the High Court.
5: We're more servants of a personal guard of hers so you know as he beckons then we kind of do but if we are free we would absolutely love to entertain
0: since you're a group i must apologize i never asked you your group's name i would like to have it noted down
3: oh yes we are the adventuring group the vibrant vagrants
5: i give a big sleeping bow <laughs> for no reason
0: You see a look of recognition seem to come across his face, and he's like, ah, well, you all have a a wonderful performance this night, and do enjoy the odors.
3: Oh, we will. And I hope you enjoy the performance.
0: (laughs) And at this, he begins to walk away and be intending to other guests, and you notice that as y'all move towards the center, eyes kind of seem to train a little bit on y'all seeing that you are the ones that a lot of them are looking forward to performing. Oh, Evelyn, look
5: what you've done. What? You did great, all eyes are on us. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay, well you set up and I will follow your lead.
3: All right. Um, I'll
5: <laughs> Well I don't know I... if we're gonna play the music like we were before. Can we do that now? Or are we just gonna roll for a performance pretend like
3: It depends uh, what you guys want. I don't know if, if
5: you want to prepared, then I totally want to listen and I'll pretend yeah. to backup. But if you don't you.
2: Yeah,
5: <laughs> if you don't we will pretend like you've done, you know, amazingly. You know? We're
6: already like, waiting you know, on one concert. concert. You so might as well do this one, so we don't have, to, have to, wait wait. to
3: wait on two. I just don't know how well it'll come over the mic, probably. Actually, so.
8: I mean, you We know. can just have <laughs> an
6: overall grand concert grand next I'm sure, week.
0: I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, you know, I, I'm all for having a dedicated session to Evelyn performances. Just yes! six hours of next Evelyn performing. Week. Oh,
3: jeez, that's I don't know if I can handle it.
5: I am the backup Evelyn. You don't have to do it alone. So
6: next week. Evelyn's
2: going to catch up on all the
3: concerts. Oh god. Let me see here. (laughs) Okay, so I'll go to my designated plinth and I'll go ahead and cast Evelyn's Unearthly performance again. And I'll set the stage. Like uh, with this, it's a 30-foot radius. Would that encompass everybody else from the center?
0: It'll encompass most of them. You would notice that a lot of tables have been moved significantly closer to your plinth. Whereas before there's plenty of walking room, you almost feel completely surrounded. Oh geez.
6: I'm close to this stage.
5: Yeah, do we see our
6: friends out there amongst all the crowd of people we've drawn? Mel would always be over near the side. Like, still being able to have a decent enough view, but also being able to watch to intercept anything.
0: So long as they want it, they're fairly easy
4: to spot.
5: I'm assuming Gregory's on someone's shoulders.
2: I mean I have a
4: chair I guess I could be on Mel's shoulders as long as he doesn't seem in too much pain
6: well I got my wings put in right now so
2: it's a little easier I'm just gonna regret it lady
5: cool yeah We cast this and I'll do some prestige of magic to add a little ambiance here and there. Musical notes and, you know, sparks and whatever thing to complement what you're already doing.
3: Oh, this is going to be a cappella because I can't really, I, I couldn't find an instrumental track for this. So, you know
6: I send it later too?
3: Uh, but basically I'll create a 30 foot sphere and it'll be a nondescript location in the Feywild, so colorful grass, trees, and such.
0: I guess that's my cue. (laughs) Yeah, go for it whenever you are comfortable.
2: Go for it! One sec.
7: Over the mountains, the first lights of dawn, the rocks around are covered by snow. Come here, my friends, enjoy this last view. The sunlight's reflections, the shy fading moon. Many legends told by the jesters were inspired by the facts. Of a time now forever gone when Sir played in fairlands, when Sir played in fairlands. Old age of wonders of blissful emotion Proudly survived in the midst of the stars Magical dawns, holy vision of angels Long time before the lunar calls Old age of wonders, delightful emotion Proudly survived in the midst of the stars Magical, holy vision of angels, long time before all the lunar calls, the lunar calls. During the time when the month began, my kin found shelter between these wild rocks. At that time, this as to my good was green, majestic, true paradise When the passion was sadly lost For Sir Luna, this meant the end The split prince found solace no more, so woods and flowers decided to die. Rivers and falls became suddenly dry. From that time the cold darkness reigned, the raven became what he is today. The dragon became what she is today. Mm Old age of wonders he waited emotion, proudly survived in the midst of the stars. Magical dawn's holy vision of angels, a long time before the lunar calls. Old age of wonders, of joyful emotion Proudly survived in the midst of the stars Magical dawns, holy vision of angels Long time before all the lunar calls all they to wonders, illusion, emotion proudly survived in the midst of the stars, magical dawns, holy vision of angels, long time before all the lunar calls, the lunar calls, the lunar calls.
2: There you
3: go nice well done (laughs) oh apparently i had audio issues during that a little bit
5: bit. but we didn't want
6: to interrupt it sounded like (laughs) the zoom call couldn't make up its mind what volume it wanted to keep you at
3: Mm,
1: okay Uh, it it would like dim you and then it would like amplify you so so it's Mm. kind of hard to keep that balance
3: yeah i was afraid of that but
0: oh well All right, and of course, you both get to roll performance with advantage. Okay. Thank <laughs> God for that
3: advantage. 27. And one. It was a 1 in the um, 16, by the way.
5: I rolled a 19 and a 17, so 31. Nice. 30. 30. 30. It was 30. Sorry. 30.
0: Impressive. Again, both of you, as you continue to perform through the setting sun and into the late night as the peak of the evening begins to approach, people seem to be breathtaking and enthralled by the performances, unable to take their eyes off of it, even when a waiter or waitress comes to top off their drink, or deliver them their meal. Sorry, I thought you were about to say something. Well, and again, like the night before, as the evening begins to draw to a close, as the night is reaching its peak, you all again watch as several wizards across the city begin casting... uh, Forms of control weather and spontaneously dispersing gathered clouds over the city so that the fields can bloom spontaneously all at once.
5: When they get to the peak, is it possible for me to make a perception check to look around?
0: That's what I was going to say. Anyone that has a passive perception of 15 or higher will automatically witness the illusion again. Anyone that has been told about it. Yeah. Can roll oh. perception to try and see it. Excellent. Yeah, I, I
3: would be paying attention this time to see if I can see
0: it. Mm-hmm. And if you're trained in the skill
4: perception, you can roll with advantage.
3: I am. Oh,
0: like
4: I am if, not. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to reroll. In it kind of thing, or is that different than proficiency? Can you say that one more time? It cut off. Um, is being trained? Does that mean you get proficiency with it? Or yes. Okay.
3: Well, I'm not proficient in perception, and I rolled a two and re-rolled it and rolled a three. So, <laughs> I gotta...
5: okay, so I'm proficient so I get advantage, right? Yes. Yeah. I Let's got go 19 day.
4: plus four, so that'll be in
6: 23.
3: I'm too Don't distracted up. by my fans.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Sorry, I'm trying to roll again. I dropped my die. 14, not enough, I don't think.
0: Total of 14?
5: Yeah, total of 14.
0: Unfortunately, that's not enough. The DC is 15. Crap. That means Gregory, though, will get to witness it. And of course, for. Ricky and Mel, like the previous night, it lasts about 30-ish seconds, just long enough for you to start to notice that you're not looking at the city anymore, before things begin to fade back
4: to where it was. Would I be able to try and see if there's anything else in the sky, aside from just the blue-green quote-unquote moon?
0: Yeah, you said your total was 23? Mm Mm-hmm. You would notice it what looks like a to one side, what looks like another very large whitish
4: sphere. And with that, I would smirk <laughs> like it's confirming in a suspicion.
0: As things settles down and people begin to start wandering through the walking paths and enjoying the blooming flowers. Here again, Evelyn and Ethel are approached by the proprietor of the event you are hired for, and he again places a fat pouch in each of your hands, paying you an additional 100 platinum. Hmm. Remember, well, thank- you were... Remember, you were told before and after. Yes.
3: Well, thank you, sir. I hope the performance was up to your standards.
0: It was magnificent, and I dare say that we might be sending an invitation to uh, your household at some point to uh, enjoy some private performances.
2: Oh, well.
3: I suppose any performance is worth doing.
5: I think it'll be wonderful. The musical stylings of Evelyn and Ethel would be great.
3: Of course, I wouldn't dare perform without my cobard here.
5: I just need like to go and bow again. <laughs> of
0: course not. We would make sure the invitation is extended to your entire group. We wouldn't want you to be short of anything that might assist you in your Prominent skills.
5: <laughs> Can I do an insight check?
0: Yes.
3: I will not because I'm I'm just so fooling myself at this <laughs> point. <part. laughs>
5: Love how you stay in character, Evelyn.
2: Awesome.
5: <laughs> okay, let me look at my insight. I don't think I have the best wisdom. I don't know. I bother doing insight checks. I'm not wisdomous um okay plus three that's not terrible 13. i rolled a freaking
0: 10. It seems like he's being genuine as far as you can
5: tell okay i just smile politely wow. well i look forward to hearing from you soon Evelyn, do you want me to carry all your things for
3: you? No, that won't be necessary. Uh, I think after this, I'm gonna need a shower or, oh, damn it, a bath. Kind of. <laughs> so used to saying that in real life. <laughs> Fuck.
2: <sighs>
3: I didn't get to see this strange occurrence that Ricky was talking about earlier.
5: I looked and I didn't, I thought for like a split second, I saw something, but nothing. The moon's just glowed beautifully high in the sky, the flowers, you know, bloomed completely it was magical, but not in the way that he was saying.
4: Yes, I, th- I think I can uh, explain this phenomenon. Oh, hello, Gregory.
2: Oh, Sorry, I, think, I assume you're
4: all together. If you yeah, me, I was too. My bad.
5: It's okay. So what did you think, Gregory? <laughs> I mean, you know.
4: Oh, the performance. Most excellent. It's uh, oh. always a treat to watch you two perform. The phenomenon, yeah. though, quite spectacular. Did I oh, you else? saw it? Yes, I did. And it's... Oh. Confirms my thoughts on the matter that I had this morning. Um, I may have to. I'll need a chalkboard.
6: You mean the moment when it seems as though we teleport to the moon? Yes. You get to teleport to
5: the moon. teleport to the moon.
2: Out-
5: how can it teleport that many people to the moon at once?
6: I don't know if it's real or just an illusion. Mm. But I know it's rumored that they are connected.
3: I've I've done many performances in many locations, but performing on the moon itself has to be way up there in my list of achievements.
5: Absolutely. But if we all got teleported there, it doesn't make us exactly special, does it?
3: No, I guess not. Plus, there's been many moon festivals before this, so definitely not the first.
5: I'm sure you'll figure out a way to stand out. <laughs>
3: maybe I'll, I'll paint my face on the face of the moon.
2: <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs>
0: And just get some uh, mold, earth, and stone spells, and you'll be ready to go.
3: That would be disturbing. That's like, a, that's, like, e. uh, <laughs> that's like some Majora's Mask shit.
0: <laughs> and then cla- cast Meteor to summon the moon down so everyone can see it up close. I
2: mean,
5: I know that bards have a huge ego, but that would be like <laughs> beyond anything.
3: Yes, I am quite done here. Is everybody else done?
5: Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess we could just go home. We don't have anything else to do, right? Everyone else is here. We see everybody except the Taz, right? Taz and no stay home.
6: I figure we could walk home with Ricky.
1: Yeah, um, after um, Ricky takes care of um, some of the farmer families and uh finishes up he'll uh, head back whether it's with uh the group or um or meeting up back at the house um did you did are you saying did mel specifically look for ricky to head back with or um look like are you gonna hang back just kind of wait for
6: her i just figured we would want to run into you like the whole group
1: okay um then yeah then we
3: we will all head back together uh by the way are the flowers still in bloom
0: yes for a few minutes they're in full bloom and then over the course of the next few hours they slowly regress back to buds
3: i'll probably spend like five minutes just sketching a really detailed picture of the uh, flower
4: likely
3: won't take you too long at all. All right, well, I'm done here. All right, so I guess we'll all head back.
1: And on the way back, um, Ricky will uh, ask, uh, so did any of you all happen to catch a glimpse of uh, the blue-green sphere that replaced the moons? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, good. Um, What what, what are your thoughts about it?
4: It did happen. And I have some theories. I'm going to think on them, and I'll present these theories um, when I'm ready.
1: All right. I'm interested. What about you, Melio?
6: One moment. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I've heard tell that it's, you know, kind of like kind of like a doorway. A doorway? And that for a moment, you're there instead of here. But if it only happens, happens at certain points. But it's it could just be an illusion. I mean, I mean, they hide the moon. So I mean if they hide the moon with clouds before they light the flowers, then couldn't they make it appear as though you were there instead of here? I I've, I've seen a lot with y'all's magic.
1: Right. Well, at least I know it's not um, my brain that it's being affected, but yeah, I can see it could be an illusion. Well, I need illusion. Um, But I am am definitely interested in hearing uh, some of Gregory's theories. Well, at any rate, I um, wonder what's for dinner tonight.
3: Question, we should go ask Terry about that.
5: Um, we could all just go to someplace and have them prepare food. Unless you guys are just in a hurry to get home.
3: Yeah, we can do that too. You guys want to go out to eat? Sure. But maybe we should let the,
1: the people in the house know that we're not coming home.
3: I'll oh, pull up the sending zone, Terry. Oh, yes. Oh, actually, it doesn't work like that. Uh, Terry, no need to make dinner. Um, we are going to, out to eat, so you may give all the food to Zataz, all of it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wait, did, did we um, allow for the people that, that are working in the house to come with us or yeah, are we expecting them to keep
4: working there? No,
6: they all had the festival off, I believe.
4: Okay. Except for Terry.
6: (laughs) Well, Terry's still the main contact.
4: Terry never gets a day off.
3: As long as I'm around.
5: Nor does he he want it. He likes working.
3: It's Stockholm Syndrome at this point.
6: (laughs) Poor Terry. (laughs) It could possibly be. You don't know.
4: Yes, the master rewards me when I work very hard.
0: <laughs> well, and moving on, you have, of course, the city itself to pick from in terms of where you'd like to enjoy a meal.
3: Well, my memory's shit. So <laughs> I'm just going to say if I've heard of a really fancy restaurant, or a place to eat in the Full Moon District. I would go there. Otherwise, Half Moon and the most expensive place.
6: Or if we just find something as we're leaving, that works too. A fancy Fun. place?
5: You said a fancy place, Evelyn. Yes. Awesome. Between two of us, we should be able to find a fancy place.
0: Well, in terms of the full moon, Evelyn and Ithel would have definitely heard of a place called the Starlight. It's a private business invitation only, but there's a certain prominence about you that can probably get you in with little effort.
5: Our entourage has just grown. we got like stragglers.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll show up. I'll, I'll, I'll reveal the tattoo and all that thing.
0: Mm oh of course Uh, anyone of appropriate status is always welcome come in come in a butler leads you up to a uh, second floor open balcony you can kind of sense there's a bit of a magic aura kind of covering an invisible roof allowing you a full view of the night sky
2: oh
0: perfect
3: an outdoor experience with all the indoor uh, boons
5: Quite lovely.
1: Excellent, spot, Excellent Maybe we should uh, try eating here uh the next festival.
2: Yes. That'd be a great idea.
5: I'll cover our meal tonight, okay?
2: All right.
3: Or I sure might.
5: Yeah. You can just made a Tremendous amount of money
3: Butler the most expensive drink you have Please (laughs)
4: Take that two And whatever Evelyn Asked for
0: Of course and so it'll be all five of you Dining together Yes Yes. Alrighty I will have Your drinks prepared and brought out immediately And of course because it is A festival night the meals are all Pre-planned so you just sit down, enjoy yourselves, and uh, when I return with your drinks, please have coin at the ready to go ahead and pay. All right. He disappears for a bit, leaving y'all to your own effects.
3: Well, everyone, at the end of this next week, we should probably plan up about where we're gonna go next.
4: Yes, we'll
2: probably How have to make to a end?
4: trip to the castle and see about that. I'd, I know they said we had to stay within the city limits for two weeks, but I'd, I do not know if that means we can leave, at least Mel and I.
3: Oh, that is true.
5: Well, man, why don't we see if maybe there's something that the Queen would require us to do maybe outside of this place and then you Know Mel and Gregory could come and it wouldn't be a big deal because it'd be from her for her wishes.
6: At one point, they had mentioned something about us doing work for them anyway, and I know there are things in the uh quest hall that seem to fit our motives.
5: Awesome!
3: Well, I'm up for whatever but I just want everyone to be in agreement.
5: I like that idea. Meli- is if you get an idea of what's on the quest hall, uh, maybe we could prepare and get supplies ready. That way we can just, you know, go when the time comes,
6: if we could. He'll just nod.
5: Awesome. I am so anxious to get out of these walls now that I know that not really supposed
3: to be out of the walls. Well, I know at least half of me is really anxious to get out of these walls.
5: And which half would that be?
3: The half that likes adventure and thrilling fights and sights and, you know. Oh.
4: has been too long when was it really the has time we were actually out of the city
3: uh, monroe
4: oh that's right almost seems like a lifetime ago
5: Oh, you guys tell me about it and you don't have to tell me about it because i know but you pretend like you did
3: <laughs> we'll tell them the uh, the safe abridged version of what we did with monroe <laughs> That doesn't get us in trouble in any
4: <laughs> The <laughs> official record. Yes.
5: <laughs> and now, ooh and ah the appropriate places and be engrossed in the story.
4: <laughs> Have any of you noticed that since um, that night that Zataz did whatever Zataz did. He uh, he doesn't seem to ever come with us out in public anymore.
5: Maybe he's suffering from a guilty conscience. He did kill a person.
4: True. I killed many people, and I do not suffer from guilt on their deaths at all.
5: You killed someone for no reason?
4: Oh, there's always a reason. Yes, always. But...
3: No, it is strange. He seems way more reclusive than he did before.
5: You think he's planning to kill someone else for whatever reason?
4: Well, as long as it's not one of us, I don't much care.
6: Are you saying that Zataz murdered someone outside of what we've already done before?
4: If you're asking if he broke the law, he did not.
6: Insight.
3: Insight on Gregory.
6: (laughs) I'm just going to use my passive, which is uh, 18.
8: Gregory, are you going to
0: roll either persuasion or deception?
4: I think for him killing, I. I don't believe I'm lying.
0: Then you would roll persuasion. You, of course, don't have to tell us.
6: Natural one. (laughs) Mel would just simply stare and say nothing more?
0: As far as you can tell, I mean, Sataz didn't break any laws.
6: I would like to point out that as much
5: as you guys just assume that Sataz would never do anything so horrible, you know, in the cavalier way. If he killed an innocent person who had nothing to do, who'd done nothing to him to gain power, what makes you think that one day that the power that he has will not be enough and he's willing to sacrifice more? Because if a life is not valuable, then it has to be the life of someone he would like, maybe even love, he might be willing to sacrifice for even more power. I'm just saying you might want to be careful Well, what do you do? What do you mean, what do I do?
4: If the answer to that question is, yes, I've thought about that, what then? Do we confront him
3: and and lock him away?
4: Um, Do we try and guess at his secrets? Do we do?
2: least,
5: might want to be prepared. I'm not saying that you necessarily have to confront him, but I would say that you might want to be prepared to counteract whatever he may be learning or maybe gaining for the sacrifices he's making. If he's willing to do that, are you going to be able to defend yourself if he loses his grip on reality? If he-
1: oh, Well, I can tell that Zataz doesn't seem to be feeling, he, fe- he seems to be uh, feeling a bit worn down um I don't know he, he asked me to come in and, and check on him and from what I can tell he's he's just a little under the weather I, I think um maybe he just needs a bit of rest and it seems like um I don't know it seems like that might be the case but um, um, but in terms of like in terms of what he's done with uh, the Sacrificing someone to a ritual, that's quite. That is. That's still quite a touchy topic.
6: Mel's heads just turned towards the <laughs> direction. I can't. is kind of looking at everybody, just like completely
5: bewildered. Um, I'm sorry, killing someone isn't a side effect for the sniffles. I don't understand how him being a touch under the weather is an excuse to take someone's life.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I, I must have, I must have uh, misphrased that. No, he's been feeling under the weather lately. That's probably why he's not here. But, um, but as far as why he's doing it, I, if, I really don't know.
3: Well, if you're wondering if I'm prepared or not, I'll look at my dagger and kind of look away. I'm always prepared for anything.
5: Evelyn, I really like you, but um, there are a number of spells that could kill you without having to get within 30 feet of you. And if Sataz is becoming more powerful, and he seems pretty powerful already, I doubt that it would be hard for him to take your life if you wanted to, and you wouldn't even know it was him. Is Zita's becoming a threat?
3: Possibly. Possibly.
5: I'm sorry, will he get now?
4: What is Zita's becoming a threat?
5: Okay. I don't know if he's becoming a threat. I just don't think that you guys should write off the fact that he was so easily willing to take someone's life for whatever his reasons were. Now, if he were taking someone's life to defend someone or... You're right there are many reasons to end someone's life but there, if there isn't a good reason if it's just for more power when does it end is my point i'm not saying that i stand here completely you know innocent of any wrongdoing i don't i've done I my believe share of he performed things. that
4: ritual in order to protect us i truly believe that
3: i do too and what really defines good and good reason
1: well i agree with you guys he whatever he did he did do it for uh, partially to protect us Um,
5: okay maybe his reasons are good but i just like to point out that the last person that decided to you know do something to protect us to stay away to protect us didn't protect
6: us at all
2: And And I looked at Mel.
3: Slow turn to Mel's (laughs) director.
6: Mel's looking into his soup.
5: I understand that this person may have meant well, but because we weren't prepared, because we didn't know, because they tried to protect us and didn't let us know anything, we were more vulnerable because you guys are friends. Of course, you're going to go after that person. And if Sataz isn't going to share, and he's your friend, I have no doubt you guys would go to his aid as well, but if you don't know what you're getting into, that's dangerous.
3: Well, that's what adventure is. and Venturing into the unknown. If yeah. everything was known, then adventuring would be boring.
5: I would just sigh and sit down.
3: We'll just have to deal with Satas when we have to. For now, I believe he's on our side, more or less. He hasn't tried to attack us or harm us in any way. This is true.
5: I'll just shrug. OK, you guys know your friend better than I do.
3: But Trust me in saying that, I don't think he has the capability of taking us all down if we had to resort to that
4: measure together individually though
3: i would just recommend against confronting him alone for any reason any violent reason i think this should be a party decision if one of us sees any kind of malice or ill intent (laughs) we should probably take care of it together in some way.
2: Well, that's
5: better than nothing, so hopefully we won't have to come to that.
3: Hopefully. I kind of like the blue guy.
4: He is reliable. He's friendly. Friendly enough.
3: And he cares about our well-being. And...
4: He's quite mysterious, though.
6: Mel's He's just playing with, with the, the rain, rain that Oz
5: gave him. I I hesitate to bring this up, but you mentioned many reasons to kill people. Did you think he killed someone to try to bring back that person that you lost? Thanks. Yes, you guys said that he had a closer relationship with her than anyone else here. You think he might have been willing to sacrifice one life
6: to gain another? Hmm. Possibly do not think we know Zataz well enough.
3: Yes, he kind of keeps his motives and feelings to himself. Well, for the most part.
5: Okay, just putting the idea out there. I don't know for sure at all.
3: Maybe you should investigate further, find out what his true motives are.
5: Why would I do that? He trusts me the least. He doesn't know
3: me. Maybe he'll trust people he doesn't know more.
4: I like Zataz. I consider him a friend and a companion. He saved my life many times. And yes, his combat same. skill, keeping head in a hairy situation, is legendary.
3: I mean, I believe it is him who actually brought down Quince, so For sure I still see him as a friend
1: but I definitely feel a bit more guarded around him now.
5: Uh, I guess for now we have nothing to worry about so I'll try not to worry. Where's the Where's the, where's our food? It's been a
2: minute.
3: <laughs> he's probably already. he's been DMing. He he actually posted a thing here in Game oh, Day. Oh, I love
0: to it. Yes, yeah, so y'all were chatting. I didn't want to interrupt the chain of thought.
3: I, I have to ask, what Mother Moon Dream Balls are? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know the name is interesting, but it's essentially a close to what it is called a Russian tart cake or Russian cookie. But they're little round balls that are either powdered or dipped in kind of uh, white chocolate. And they're kind of bite sized mm. mm, Okay. Oh.
1: Russian tea cake.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. And how much do I like? How broke am I going to be after this meal?
0: Yes, he brings out those with your drinks. Uh, he does apologize to Evelyn and Gregory as this drink is only sold by the bottle. So he brings out a bottle for each of you. Oh. <laughs> oh.
3: Sweet. A bottle to myself. And I don't have to pay for it. How much are we looking here?
0: <laughs> well, it is 10 platinum per person. And then the bottles themselves are five platinum each. Okay, that's too bad. Whoa. <laughs> With
5: the five of okay. the, do you guys really realize how much a platinum is during this time?
0: So with the five of you plus the two bottles, that comes to a total of sixty platinum for the meal.
4: At least six hundred gold. <laughs> just, just, for just a the, single meal. There are the steakhouse, countries, yeah.
5: Countries <laughs> who could eat off that for <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> We have no perception of money. The,
4: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, our perception buddy's gotten skewed. It's yeah. just like
3: what it feels like to be rich, I guess. <laughs>
4: yeah, I assure you. I assure you the
0: meals you'll are enjoying this night are exquisite and rare. Some of them imported from across the realms.
5: Doesn't mean by two points at all? Just wondering. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> As does it doesn't increase our constitution by a point or two. <laughs> For 600 gold, I just want to feel a little stronger.
1: <laughs> like some of the things listed on here seem pretty. There's um, a lot of like sweet stuff, but I love it. Normal ingredients.
4: I'm eating all the protein rich foods, just got the whole ham in front of me.
6: Just.
2: Well,
6: as
5: it's the win, I can the money without reservation at all. As Tommy, (laughs) (laughs) I feel a little more like Rose at the moment. Good lord, that's a lot of money. Okay, I give him the money, (laughs) and I tip him a platinum because. Wait, what is ten percent? What is twenty percent of six hundred gold? Like sixty gold?
4: Twelve platinum.
5: Okay, then I tip him that.
0: (laughs) He thanks you quite graciously and of course throughout your conversation in the evening he has your meal brought out to you one course at a time for your enjoyment and then of course for the main dish you have the choice of a runny hosted ham a sun-baked river trout or a sesame cucumber
6: salad trout I would like the trout I'm going for the trout as well
1: I'm going for the cucumber salad
4: salad
3: here
5: Bring me the ham, all the (laughs) (laughs) ham. You can have my portion. (laughs) I'm gonna whisper to him. "Um, Does this meal happen to come with a slave that'll rub our feet? I mean, like for 600 gold, I just feel like maybe some additional company would be welcome. Some music playing, some something.
3: This Um, is the gentleman's
0: club, but unfortunately, my lady, are we? Don't really ha- have any type of foot service like
5: that <laughs> it's fine just my feet were hurting for performance it's fine i'll enjoy the meal
0: as the evening close he offers you your last decision of either a chocolate or vanilla moon cake very rich thick tall slices
3: mm. You guys will see there's kind of like an eternal struggle on this decision.
6: Bell <laughs> will say that he's cutting back sweets, so you choose one, he'll choose the other, and you can have it.
2: Vanilla.
3: I'll take the chocolate
4: one. Bell, does this mean I shouldn't I'll eat take the vanilla for trading?
6: No, you can stand to have some meat on your bones. So I should order more ham.
4: Quite possibly, yes. Forgo dessert for more ham.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> ham flavored cake.
1: Oh god. <laughs> I'm not thinking about the like the aspic um molds of like ham, and different things. Oh,
4: nice.
0: Like the infamous bank bacon milkshake.
5: Oh, oh god, god. no. <laughs> do you guys should we bring do you guys wanna bring something back for Satans?
3: I told oh, no no no, it's fine. I, I, I told Terry to give um him some food.
5: Okay, no problem.
2: about
3: how about uh what time is it after all this eating
0: it's probably about 2 a.m jeez
6: well the <laughs> festival wasn't, wasn't until late so, late,
0: so... okay, okay. <laughs> yes the peak of the the peak of the festival isn't until
4: roughly around eleven thirty ish and midnight so also the bottle of expensive drink is that a is it a wine a liquor
0: It is a type of liquor, and uh, it's five glasses per bottle, and he tells you that it's imported from the astral sea, wherever that is.
6: (laughs) That thing looks so
2: gross.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
5: Did we bring the carriage? Because I feel like after a meal like that, I don't want to (laughs) walk.
6: I'm sure
2: we probably did. We did the first night.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting in the carriage. Clop, clop for Paul, please.
1: Um, I, w- were there any pieces of cake that were left over?
0: Oh, I mean, it's a matter of if everyone would have ate their cake or not. you gave uh, you a slice to go.
4: Jokingly... Um they they wouldn't give you a, they wouldn't let you switch a dessert out for a, an entree so i probably would have just foregone my cake i would have gotten chocolate okay. so
6: there'd be an extra chocolate
4: yeah
1: maybe we should take one of these to, to toss.
3: Yeah, I think you'll like that.
5: We should totally watch him eat it.
3: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) See what happens. Maybe his newfound powers makes all desserts make him explode.
5: (laughs) Right? He's allergic to cake. (laughs) Like Jumanji.
0: (laughs) Gathering up your things and making sure to box any leftovers, especially the slice of uneaten cake. I have a little difficulty getting home. Most people are still meandering about and taking their time enjoying the evening. It's a little bit cool and refreshing. Getting back home, you'd see that the house is a bit dark and um, currently uh, Zarin is on watch as y'all come in as he opens the gate for you. I'll let you know that there are... Uh, snacks still in the uh, kitchen if y'all are hungry for anything else because he doesn't know what y'all are up to (laughs) i'll
3: probably i'll probably grab my bottle in my hand and like well i'm going back to my room you guys have a nice night
4: yes i have exercises to get to in the morning i need to head
3: to bed
2: Yes. I awesome. also have
3: exercises to get to, so. Oh my
2: goodness. <laughs> Ricky will take the cake night.
1: and uh, head up to Sotao's room and knock on the door.
5: Give me a second. He's back from the bathroom. One second.
4: Oh, gotcha. Ah, yes. You and Mel seem to get very vigorous exercises in at night. I can hear them through the wall. I should probably reinforce the walls then. Yes, it's quite intense. There's even a room between us. (laughs) Look.
2: (laughs) That's technically
6: not true. Gregory's room's in between both of Evelyn's. Is it? Yeah, on the map. The one he picked separates the two you have. And then mine's over to the other side.
2: Huh.
6: Mine's the one that's separated away.
4: Oh, never mind.
3: I'm back. I hope I'm not keeping you up at night, then, Gregory.
4: No, 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 no. Never.
3: Well, I better get to it then. Those exercises aren't going (laughs) to exercise themselves.
2: I'm
8: back. back. Sorry.
1: Uh, Ricky goes up to your room and he's carrying a, a piece of cake, chocolate cake, from the restaurant they were at.
8: And Is my room out. even finished? I thought it was still being repaired.
0: Yeah, it's going to take at least another week before it's safe for you to enjoy a night's rest in
8: there. Okay. So, Ooh, okay. Okay. so yeah, you'd see me in the foyer. I'm still oh, sitting okay. in the foyer thumbing through my spell book.
1: All right. Um, he brings you a piece of cake. All oh, well, those toss. Um, so uh, we were out for uh, some dinner. I'm going to bring you back some cake that uh, we haven't had. It's pretty delicious. Um, I'll just uh, leave this here for you.
8: Thank you. I say I stay for later. I, I still fall from dinner.
1: OK.
2: All
1: right, mate. Um, well, crap. I, I'll uh, see you around.
8: I'll be here.
1: And uh, Ricky will head up to his room.
5: And what does Tatas do with that cake?
8: Sets it on the table next to him.
2: Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Not even going to pretend to eat it or pretend to take a bite out of it. Nothing.
2: No. <laughs> Fine. I'll be right
0: back. So, is everyone going to be breaking for the night and going into the next day? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm in bed. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Most suspicious slice of cake ever. Right. <laughs> Going into the next morning, it is a bit of a comfortable day. Refreshing breezes blowing through town, and there's white, fluffy clouds billowing about. It's the third day of long rest. The festival is slowly beginning to wind down from this point on as business begins to resume as normal for the city.
5: Anyone have anything in particular to do today? Um,
7: I have
3: something. Okay. So, yeah, 2 a.m., huh? We went to bed at like 2 30, probably. Oh,
5: okay. yeah, it was really late when we got back.
3: So, nearly three hours later, like 6 a.m., probably. I will dress up in my new outfit that I had, and I'm going to go to Gregory's door.
4: you have a new outfit?
3: Yes, it was the one I described last time we met. Uh, Ah,
4: right, yes.
3: The one that like completely covers up my white side and all that that jazz. (laughs) And the the tricorn hat. So I'm going to put my ear right up next to your door. Do I hear anything in there?
4: You would hear me sleeping.
3: Well, I will patiently wait until I hear you wake up. Very creepily.
4: See, we would have gotten home at 2 a.m. So I'm going to wake up about 8 a.m. Because full night's sleep, very important.
3: Okay, and once I hear you wake up, I'm going to whisper through the door. In the Zephyr's silky arms did they travel, but with heart and mind askew. The phantom's icy fingers clutch one's breast, but they do indeed feel warm.
4: (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to prepare, hold, person, and I'm (laughs) going to open the door.
3: I will keep the door closed.
4: So the door can't open.
3: Yeah, I'm holding it
7: shut.
4: Who's out there?
7: Lift the anchor, raise the sail. Draw your sword and do not fail. Sight be sharp and aim be true captain's blade knows what to do through the salty sea air that blows up she rises down she goes sailing to some place that nobody knows singing up she'll rise till the morning Captain keeps watch as the darkness grows Up she rises, down she goes They'll fall to no harm if my eyes never close Singing up, she'll rise till the morning Through the thunder and rain that flows Up she rises, down she goes A pirate will fight when her enemy shows Singing up, she'll rise till the morning Good morning, Gregory.
3: Is this Vin? No, this is Eve. You know, I was told by someone that pirates are quite romantic, that they embody freedom and adventure. They personify a life without boundaries and law. They bring excitement and whether it results in giddiness or grief. They inspire me. To me they represent an inducive force that stirs the calm waters of a world that desires peace. Tell
7: me, Gregory, would you be would you be you if you weren't for them? Not what you not what you would have been, but what you are now. The bloody, intelligent, intimidating,
3: powerful, the master of spectators, the drinker of darkness, the petite, power hungry, mouthful, Gregory, that would sooner breathe in the hot flames of battle than the soothing winds of peace.
7: I
4: think not. you've given me some things to think about.
3: said so Gregory, indulge a girl's fantasy, I promise. This pirate is one you can trust wholeheartedly with tiny open arms. I will fight back your past with one hand and hold you close with the other. Your fight is our fight and fight it. We shall with red dripping from our clenched maws and the head of our opposition, rolling across a blood soaked battlefield. Tell me, Gregory, does that not stoke the fire in your adorable heart?
4: Eve, are you coming on to me?
3: (laughs) At this point, I will open the door, if I can.
4: Well, I would have been trying to open it so it's not locked.
3: Okay, I'll open it, and you'll see me in my outfit. And I have a cartoonishly large grin on my face. And then I'll try to sweep you up into my arms and spin you around.
4: Um, I guess I'll drop the spell I was holding and just let it happen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was quite fun. I do say recently I've begun feeling these emotions like Vent does, and it's strangely exhilarating like something that wasn't broken. Something that was broken is slowly mending back together in my poor, sundered mud. It just makes me want to kiss all of you, though mostly just to see the betazzled faces you'll make. And then I'll set him down, and then I'll draw my rapier and flourish it a bit. Are
4: are, are we? training this morning because um well i have valuables in this room that i'd rather not get broken
3: i stomp the ground and then hold the rapier up to my face i want to duel you again Sir gregory the air through my nostrils feels so cold it makes my heart pound a deadly dance with a duelist like you would dare to deliver unto my throbbing door deep dulcet delicious key of the light i stomp again dance with me you damn devil of a mouse You would see a bit of crazy in my eyes at this point.
4: Well, I would challenge you at dawn, but seeing as dawn has already happened. Well, I guess we can forego the sticks today and. Duel with live blades, I'll get my rapier and I'll be down in a moment.
3: Okay, then to start the stakes, how about the prize? Let's see. If you win, I'll give you this, and I'll hold up the chime of opening. If I win, then I claim your heart. A fair trade, no? I don't think you could possibly think of a better bet than the best bet there can be,
4: so. I want your puzzle box. My puzzle box? I want Why would you want box. that? It intrigues me.
3: Fine, fine, you shall have my puzzle box
4: most excellent. Are there any other rules to this combat?
3: No, just like all the other duels before, except maybe one. It's a best of five instead of three.
4: No holds bar.
3: Of course. I wouldn't have it any other way. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, you said downstairs, then. A fine stage for a dance, of course. Don't keep me waiting, or I'll find you. I'll give him a bow and run off to the foyer.
4: I will get my, my jacket and my rapier and my spell focus. <laughs> <laughs> and I will head downstairs, giddy with the idea of getting a fun new toy. And you said you're in the foyer. Yes. So will this bout take place here?
3: Yes. I step back and hold my rapier up like straight up vertically in my other hand behind my back. Are you ready?
4: I will take up a similar pose with my rapier.
3: To you, Sir Gregory, the first strike.
4: I cast hold person. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, I burned out, too. And you burned out. Give me a percentage. 21.
0: What level is it? just level 2. You take 8 hit points of damage.
3: <laughs> well, this
4: is a 19 wisdom. I failed it. <laughs> I rolled a 5. So then I will Yeah, I guess it just goes to your turn cuz that's that's my turn.
3: <laughs> oh, I guess I will try to break out I think I can roll again?
4: Yeah, at the end of each of your turns, you can roll the the check again, basically.
3: And what is it? Uh, is what, is, what kind of save is it? Uh, wisdom.
4: I believe. It's either Wisdom... Let me verify. Oh, I believe it's God. Wisdom. Yeah, Wisdom save. Yeah, for fuck's sake.
3: 17.
4: Oh, failed again. <laughs> so now I will... Uh, Make my attack with advantage. Uh, <laughs> 17 plus 6, does that hit?
3: Most likely, yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> One for Sir Gregory. <laughs> Your go.
3: <sighs> I'm trying to speak, like growling. <laughs> Shit. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I have to roll a 17 to even break this. Alright, wow. yell 10 again.
4: Alright, so does a 16 hit?
3: It Uh. Oh, oh hold on. I do not I don't think it does. One second. Yes, it's a
4: 17's armor class. Oh, dang it, so I missed the second attack.
2: Oh for fuck's sake.
3: Ah, another four. Ah,
6: <laughs> uh, 17 on the dot this time. Uh, so three hits already.
4: A three or two? Two hits. This one, I will have just smacked you on the bum with my rapier. <laughs> you hear me cough a bit. <laughs>
3: I failed again. <laughs> Can't move.
4: Ooh, oh I Lord. rolled an eighteen on that one, so I definitely hit sets three.
3: Alright. Come on. There we go, natural nineteen. Okay.
4: It breaks. <laughs> now it's, it's my you, turn again. Your... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'll just attack regular. <laughs> So, natural 16. So that's a 22. So that's a
6: fourth hit.
2: You know shield.
3: <laughs> I do not. Okay, chicken little mouse. Okay, now I'll attack him. With the
2: dagger. Oh, for fuck's sake.
3: My rolls are terrible. 12.
4: No. <laughs> I will attack again. I will use my daily reroll because that was a natural one. So that is a sixteen on the dice. So Ugh. Five hits.
3: Oh, you tricky little mouse!
4: It seems you you seized up there, Eve. What? What could have ever happened? <laughs>
3: I know, I thought I learned everything about you, but you surprise me yet still, you little mouse.
4: Well, when you put such a valuable prize on the table, with no holds bar, so do I get my puzzle box?
3: A fair victory for a fair mouse, my dear. You continue to outdo me, and this will not do. First your prize, and I'll hold out the puzzle box.
4: Ooh, I will gleefully t- reach for it.
3: And now I must away to better my swordplay. Punishment for myself. Blast you, my dear.
4: Are we not working out today?
3: I'll do a little bit of my own training
4: today. Well, thank you for this puzzle box.
3: I'm sure one of me will want to know what's inside that thing if you decipher it.
4: Yes, I'll... If it's worth sharing, I'll let you know.
3: i give him a bow. I enjoy these games we play, Gregory. Remember that if you should need me. My blade will always defend you. To Today a fine day. I will vanquish this devil in you next time. And I will we'll, smile.
4: Like, <laughs> throw my sword up and bow.
2: <laughs> Do
4: you catch it? <laughs> oh, no. no. I, I mean, like, flourish it. Like, oh, okay, point okay. it up and have it, like, My arm across my chest with my blade pointed up, and then I will bow, which seems a lot more awkward because I might poke you with it. (sighs) Seems like a good (laughs) flourish, but.
3: And I will smile and walk off with a pompous strut.
4: I will drop it in my haversack and then um, bring, well, I'll bring it up to my room. I wouldn't have had my haversack with me, but I'll bring it up to my room, drop it in my haversack, lock my door, and get ready for working out.
2: I
3: think it's just a point two, it's really tiny. I told you
0: it's because it, yeah it's palm size I really regret taking Mage Slayer now <laughs> next time never even got to use it did you
2: <laughs>
0: so as the morning wear is on is there anything else that you are going to be doing
1: Uh, Ricky will be doing as usual, see Tavi, and um, visit the Temple of Bulgeray.
0: When you go to visit Tavi, the two scholars aren't there, but you can again see some of the devices kind of scattered around uh, Tavi's bed.
1: Just out of curiosity, um, without touching them, he kind of looks at them, kind of gets his face close to it just to see what they look like and how they can possibly be used.
0: I mean, some of them look like some type of helmet or headpiece you would wear. Uh, A couple others look like some type of uh, speaking horn, like you'd speak into it and it kind of goes into some weird little contraption or maybe sounds supposed to come out of it you aren't sure then there's a lot of other devices that seem to include crystals in them They just kind of you know seem to quickly fade out of reason for you and look something like maybe dr dinkles would love to fiddle with
2: hmm
1: Maybe I'll bring this up with uh, Dr. Dinkles. Um, It'd be kind of interesting to see him work with them. Although, I kind of worry for my Tav. But he'll go ahead and, um, while he's here, he'll go ahead and cast Sending on Tavi. Go ahead and roll my Burnout and I burn out. Um, okay, so my percentile is, um, I got an 11. That's a level three spell.
0: You lose one
4: hit die.
1: Okay, um, and then I'll go ahead and ca- and roll the percentile. This, um, do you want me to roll the percentile, or have you already rolled the percentile to connect
0: with uh, Tavi? You can always roll it. It never hurts.
1: Okay, slot seventy-five. Um, Hello, dear. I hope that you're okay. I am, I see you every day lying here, and I only hope that you are comfortable if uh, patiently waiting for us to act. The time. is soon but not now love you and then that's that's all he's going to say um does the spell seem to does he seem to be awake this time
0: or is he asleep he's awake and hears and you get a response back Ricky It's hard to tell so many voices It doesn't hurt as bad anymore I hear so many but I feel so alone
1: He's going Ricky's going to cast another uh sending spell Rolling a d10 for the burnout. He does not burn out. Um, all right, rolling for the percentile to connect. And that's an 82. What's happening is there are scholars that are helping us on. Oh, sorry, and I am asking for the god, Boldre for help to keep you safe. The scholars might try to contact. And then that's all he's going to say. I think that was 25, right? I
0: That's think five. so. I will try and stay strong. But it's so empty here, and I'm scared. Okay.
1: He's going to cast Calm Emotions on Tavi.
0: Like you've seen before, the sleeping body seems to somehow be more at ease.
1: And he's going to cast one more sending. Rolling a d to 10 for burnout. And you succeeds and the percentile is sixty seven. When you feel calm like that, it is me using a spell to help you. Know that I love you very much and am doing all I can to help. That'll be it.
0: I look forward to when I can hold you again, when I can feel your warmth and your embrace. But please, Don't let this be some trick.
2: I love you too.
1: Hmm. Ricky ponders remote whether or not to use another spell, but he's a decides not to use one so that he has at least a couple for an emergency if uh he needs to use revivify five or something so he leaves it at that and walks away hmm.
0: Is anyone else doing anything this lovely day while the sun is up?
4: I know Gregory is going to be muscle training. Well, not muscle training, but... We didn't get to get into it yesterday, but I will... I, I stick to my same routine, so after I get my six, seven hours, I have to go to the Marble Spire. So if Evelyn... I mean, if Ithil wants to role play that for today... Um, we can do that.
8: Sorry, guys. She fell asleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot harder to share uh, energy when there's literal
4: miles between us. (laughs) It is.
6: They'll probably won't wake up and be out and about until about afternoon again. I would also, you know what,
4: we can do that today. Uh, what day of the long rest is it? This is the third day. Third day. Um, is Zataz about in the afternoon?
8: Sitting in the foyer, thumbing through his book.
4: Zataz. just yes. Um, I don't know if you'd be interested, but the, now that I'm a professor at the university, I do have access to other libraries. Um, if you would like to come along, I can get you in to one of those libraries. It doesn't have to be today, but I just wanted to put the offer on the table.
8: some sometime I can go with you.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll be leaving... Um, every day around one or two, so just let me know. I'll, I'm out and about.
8: Yes, I will let you know.
4: How is the uh copying or whatever you're up to doing going?
8: Just reading over spell, uh waiting for the room to be finished. Yes, well,
4: thanks to you, uh Marcus certainly is doing us a favor doing these repairs
8: i had to put some use to the decanter
4: yes yes very useful that actually and i'm most grateful um that definitely puts takes a lot of stress off my mind i was sitting in my room spinning a lot of nights just trying to think of how we'd make ends meet month to month to continue our lavish lifestyle
8: yes well now we not need worry
4: We do not need to worry. And how are you doing? Ricky told me you were feeling under the weather.
8: Yes, I feel under the weather. I just not know why. Well, I would recommend going to a
4: temple, but (laughs) we both know that's not uh, always in our best interests. But I hope you feel better.
8: I'm sure with time I will.
4: And... I hope you always feel like you can rely on me to get things if, if you need them. I'm always willing to help. I will let know. Well, looks like you're doing well. I will uh, let you get back at it and I'll be heading off. If anybody asks, I'm at the spires.
8: Yes.
2: And then of
0: course, I think Evelyn said they were gonna be doing a little bit of private training away from Gregory and everyone. Yes,
2: see here. Oh,
0: as yes, the day wears on. And night begins to settle over the city again. It's a little bit after sunset that a visitor comes to the house. It is our lovely Luna Priestess, Lundreen. Oh boy. She seems interested in seeing Mel.
6: Well, if it's after sunset, I am assuming that We're all about to have a dinner or after dinner?
0: It probably would be after dinner, as Gregor, as, uh, sorry, as Terry likes to try and have dinner prepared a little bit before sunset, if possible.
6: And are the bards intending to perform again tonight?
3: I wasn't sure about that. I think that was the last one, right?
0: Last one that you were personally hired for. You are still welcome to go and perform if you'd like to make
6: additional money.
3: Okay. Nah, too busy training.
6: Well, I'd assume
0: it's getting around sunset. Oh, sorry.
6: Seven or eight. It's
4: about seven. Okay. So I'd probably be back by then.
6: Would we We all all just be like finishing up dinner? I guess. I'm assuming I'm downstairs, unless told otherwise.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, of course, like, I'll be there for dinner as well.
0: All right. I don't know if Zataz will attend, as he seems to not be feeling too well.
8: I would sit at the table with everybody, but I wouldn't eat.
6: Um, at some point during dinner, because of talk of Taz being under the weather, Mel will spin five of his healing hands to uh, cast uh, both remove poison and remove disease. And he'd probably probably just just, pat pat you on the back and and say, sorry, you're not feeling well.
8: It's okay. All
2: right.
0: Alrighty, All sorry, I'm gonna write down a bunch of stuff. So, a uh, dinner is a mixture of items of vegetables and fruits and meats for anyone's enjoyment, at discretion. It seems that Terry made a plethora, as there was a decent amount of over from the night before. But yes, uh, the priestess is here to see Mel as. She mentioned a little over a week ago that she could heal you a bit, but it takes time for her to plan and do such things. You said you would be downstairs, Mel? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Mel, if you would please, I can finally have a moment to try and heal you a bit. Can you tell me what's going on so I can see what it is I can try on you?
6: He'll mention the difficulty breathing.
2: Mm.
6: All right, then
0: she'll go over to you and place her hands on your chest and mutter a small incantation. There it is. tries casting Cure Wounds to try and recover a bit of health into you. Do you feel a bit better? No. Hmm. She thinks for a moment, then begins to examine you over. Okay. I have an idea. It's quite extensive, so... Would you come lay down over here on this uh, couch that y'all have?
2: Sure. Alrighty.
0: Now then, uh, Theron, you don't have to watch everything I do. Just go stand over there. You can see me from across the room. The lunar guard that's with her kind of gruffs. Ah, oh, fine. It looks like they have some treats out. I will think I'll enjoy one while you argue. He steps away for a moment, and as you lay down, she begins to cast her generate on you and focusing on your chest. After a few moments, you begin to feel your breathing ease, and you get the sense that you can finally start taking deep breaths again. And a fair bit of pain you've been experiencing just from trying to move about seems to ease a bit. As it finishes, she's well. That was quite difficult. Uh, how is it now, Mel? Oh, that's good. Now then, is there any other thing on you, your? I remember you were quite extensively injured. Is there anything else I need to look at? I don't know what else I can do after that, though.
6: There's nothing else within your capabilities.
0: So there is something wrong? Is there some way I can assist with it, then? You know that your presence, the temple, is very uh, (laughs) insistent on helping.
6: If you could get me time with one of your ritual pools, I know I did not make our previous appointment.
0: Yes, there was some unfortunate circumstances that, well, you guys are very happily paying for at this moment. I can get you a ritual pool. I'm assuming one big enough for you. Yes? Yes.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, that would be a large one, then. Well, I can, but it would have to be supervised. I can assure... I can... Uh, assure you that it'll be just myself, and she glances over at Theron, him. You could have someone else there if you like, but unfortunately I will be required to be present at this point.
6: It is understood. Now then,
0: whenever you have time, either tomorrow night or the night after, you are welcome to come by the temple, and I can guarantee you the ritual pool will be at your disposal but uh, any point after that it'll be closed
6: for a couple of days for uh, temple needs he'll just nod and I should have mentioned that when they came in and heard word of it it, he would have grabbed his his helm and thrown it on
0: Well, oh, seems a little quiet. That seems rare. Well, at least you are actually listening to uh, the court's orders to rest and stay good, adventurers. Well, for now, I'm going to go about my business. I still have much to attend to. Are well, we looking forward to seeing you this time,
6: right, Sir Meliodas? Yes, I. I need to attend. Alrighty.
0: Theron. Oh god, he's eaten all of them. Theron she goes over to retrieve Lunar Guard who has essentially taken an entire plate of what looks like uh, cookies and has claimed it as himself. They leave and he takes the plate with them. Okay. And of course, I think Gregory home so what other exciting things are you going to be up to for the rest of this evening
6: i guess i just returned to dinner or whatever
4: i would
0: what
6: was uh, that after
4: it was a little bit after dinner after dinner i would look for an opportunity to uh talk with evelyn alone
0: You can't seem to find
4: Evelyn. And if that's the case, then I will go back up to my room.
2: All righty.
3: I will attempt to leap on Gregory with my dagger
0: drawn. Gregory, as you enter your room, Evelyn was hiding and there, waiting for you to return. So your passive did not let you see them. And all of your mechanical and magical locks on your doors and windows were still in good condition. So why would there be anyone in your room?
4: Yes, why would
0: there be? <laughs> so, you're trying to grapple him, Evelyn? Yes. All right, it'll be a grapple check. Gregory, you're surprised, so I'm going to say with disadvantage.
4: Oh, in strength? <laughs> you have the choice. <laughs> disadvantage? <laughs> most perfect. You have,
0: <laughs> you have the choice of athletics or acrobatics, and of course, Evelyn. Oh,
4: acrobatics.
0: Yes, it's a grapple check. So the attacker has to roll, has, has to roll an attack roll to grapple you, and you can test it.
4: Okay, so it would be a 12 total.
0: And I would use my strength score. Yes, you'd roll athletics with, you'd roll athletics to grapple him. Athletics, seven. <laughs> oh, you won with a disadvantage. Nice. I got a 12.
3: I'm rolling really shit. Gregory, for
0: some reason.
4: Evelyn. Are you so slippery? You have a dagger in your hand and you tried to ambush me in your, my room. You have a sentence to explain why I should not kill you right now.
3: <laughs> I was merely trying a different approach.
4: Is this Vin or Eve? This is Eve. How did you get in here? Vin helped me get in here. Looks like I need to step up my lock game.
3: You are extremely difficult to deal with it.
4: I thought we were friends. I didn't realize we were dealing with one another. Friends in arms.
3: I want to better myself by fighting.